to the Workout Nerd Out. I'm Julio Lopez. I'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist, a certified personal trainer, and I've got my master's degree in nutrition. We're going to talk about hip abductions. I spent a little bit of time on TikTok, and increasingly I've noticed a bunch of the TikTok influencers talking about hip abductions, how they don't really work the glutes as much as you would think, that they instead work the small muscle called the piriformis. I'm going to talk about whether there's truth to that or if that's totally false and these guys are talking or are just in over their heads. So let's talk about the glute muscles. There's basically three big parts of the glute muscles. There's the gluteus medius, that's the side part of the glute. The gluteus maximus is obviously the main part of the glute. That's what most people are trying to build. And then there's the gluteus minimus, which kind of lies underneath the gluteus maximus. The gluteus medius, like I said, it's on the side of the glute, so that's one of the muscles that's really, really important for knee stability. A lot of times when an athlete is to jump and land incorrectly where their knee caves in, a lot of times that can be related to weak gluteus medius muscles that causes that knee to cave in because it doesn't have the strength to keep the knee out and when the knee caves in all the added tension to the acl could result in a tear doesn't mean that it's always going to cause a tear but there's a larger possibility that that could happen but outside of athletes the people that are most vulnerable to a weakened gluteus medius are folks that work a sanitary job so if you're sitting down for extended periods of time, so if you're working like a, as a secretary, an accountant, a, an attorney, where you're sitting for long hours, and you're not using the leg muscles quite that often, so you're, there's not really much need for the muscles to be super strong, as opposed to somebody who's like a construction worker who's using his body all day, having to lift heavy stuff, go up and down stairs or whatever they're using their muscles a lot more so the gluteus medius muscles will be a lot stronger than a person that's more on the sedentary side and outside of the working life someone who's really sitting around all day during the weekend or during their time at home remember you're only at work for eight hours a day for the remaining 16 hours you're not going to the gym you're not working out again there's really no reason for the body to to be super strong in muscles that aren't being used so if you're not if you're not active in any way it doesn't mean that you have to go to the gym to be strong or to keep your gluteus medius strong it just means that if you're not active there's really no incentive for the body to keep those muscles strong so if you don't use the muscles they're not going to be strong and if they're not going to be strong there's a greater risk of of injury that you could uh, suffer from if you didn't train. So let's talk about hip abduction versus hip adduction. So abduction, that's A-B-D-U-C-T-I-O-N, and adduction, A-D-D-U-C-T-I-O-N. So just think of it as abduction, like abs, but that means that you're going outward. Adduction, like adding and subtracting, that means the legs are coming inward. So whenever you see the machines where usually girls are using it, where they're pushing their legs out wide, that's generally more of a glute exercise. If they have it the other way, where instead they're bringing their legs in together, 
That's an inner thigh groin muscle exercise. This, in my opinion, as a personal trainer, I do believe that not only girls should be using that. So a lot of times in sports like hockey, one of the most common injuries for hockey players and basketball players is a torn groin muscle or a strained groin muscle. So if you're not using a machine like that and you like to play sports, uh, pick up sports, you would probably be best advised to start using that uh, machine in case you want to reduce the risk of suffering an injury by uh, in your in your groin muscle or if you don't want to have a torn ACL. So let's go into the misconceptions on social media. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Doesn't mean that all of it is misinformation. There's a lot of TikTok influencers and Instagram influencers, YouTube influencers that do put out a lot of good information that they're very knowledgeable and they do know what they're talking about. But there's also those that really just like to spout off things that are uh, controversial or they just know that it's going to get a good amount of traction just because it's so, um, so something that sounds like it's unique that only they hold this knowledge but a lot of times it really doesn't mean that so what when it comes to research you have to understand that research really just builds up upon each uh, on up upon itself there in very rare situations is like something that has been believed that has been supported for an extended period of time just completely wiped out all of a sudden and you just start from scratch. There's really no sense in starting from scratch, otherwise you're just gonna be starting over all, over and over and you're not going to make any progress. Think of it as like setting up a giant Lego set. If you were to build up a castle and then you'd knock it down because you wanted to also have a new tower and then you knock that down because you also wanted to have a drawbridge no, instead you're gonna have your tower, and then you're gonna add your, you're gonna have your main castle. You're gonna have your add your tower, and then you're gonna add the drawbridge and add whatever other things that you want to add. It doesn't mean that that castle is less worthy. It's still the basic foundation of that uh, of that Lego set. So I know that's kind of a weird analogy, but hopefully it makes some sense. So let's talk about hip abductions. <laughs> Again, one of the the things that really cracks me up when I when I first started using TikTok was seeing how many of these fitness influencers started talking about how hip abductions don't work the gluteus the glutes that it only trains the piriformis. In case you didn't know, the piriformis is this tiny muscle. It's defined as a small pear shaped muscle in the glutes. It courses parallel to the posterior margin of the gluteus medius, deep to the gluteus maximus, rotates the femur during the hip, ex during the hip extension, and abducts the femur during flexion. So, in English, <laughs> what that means is, yes, the piriformis does work in hip abduction. So, when you're, you're standing up straight, and you move the legs, the leg out wide, yes, the piriformis does work, but the gluteus medius is a much larger muscle. So that's why when you're using a hip abduction machine and you're being able to use like 70, 80, 90, 100 pounds or whatever, 
it's not the tiny little small pear-shaped muscle that is the piriformis that's doing that. For the most part, it's the gluteus medius that's doing it because it's a much larger muscle. Think of it like when you're doing a bench press, pressing from the chest instead of pressing with the hands up against the uh, uh, around where the shoulders are, where the neck is. When you have their hands up like this, you're really using a whole lot of shoulder, not so much of your pec muscles, as opposed to having the bar aligned with the middle part of your chest where you're using the much larger, much stronger pec muscles. So the same kind of goes when you're doing a hip abduction exercise. Their body's going to, if the resistance load is great, your muscle, your body is going to use much larger muscles to be able to perform the exercise. So, like going back to the piriformis, is it does work when you're doing a hip abduction, and it's also the muscle that allows you to twist your leg in and out, moving or moving it around. So. It doesn't mean that it's it's not important. It's definitely important. That's why it's there. But it's not going to be overtrained just by doing a hip abduction. Instead, your much larger gluteus medius is going to be doing the majority of the work. There is something called piriformis syndrome. This is most common in people that live sedentary lives. Like I mentioned earlier, somebody that's, that works as a secretary, an accountant, an attorney who works long hours sitting down. Again, because that person is not training, actively working the muscle, there's really not as much uh, of a reason for the body to keep it strong unless, of course, that person is to exercise in, their, in the remaining time of their day then they can actually continue to strengthen the muscle and reduce their risk of having piriformis syndrome. So piriformis syndrome is kind of, think of it kind of like sciatica, where you feel the numbness going down the leg. That's, that's one of the main symptoms of piriformis syndrome. It's just a discomfort that runs down the leg through the glute. The gluteus medius, again, is a much larger than the piriformis. And that's why you're able to use uh, heavy weights with the hip abduction machine. If it was only the piriformis that was doing all the work with the hip abduction machine, then you'd probably only be able to use like a band or keep it at like 10 or 20 pounds. You really would not be able to get anywhere above 50 pounds if it was, if it was just the piriformis doing the, the work. At this point, there is no current research indicating that piriformis injuries occur from doing hip abduction exercises. So this goes with, along with doing a hip thrust where you've got a loop band around the legs. So this is actually one of my favorite variations of the hip thrust. You basically put a loop band around the legs, either above or below the knees, as long as it's close to the knee. Because you're stretching out the band, you want to keep the feet about hip width apart, making sure that the knees are just as wide as the feet. Because the band is being stretched out, that means there's resistance being created because the band wants to return to its original position, to its original state. So bands are usually 9 inches or, or 12 inches. If you've got to expand it to, say, 15 or 18 inches, there's resistance forming because that band 
wants to come back together, but your gluteus medius muscles are what's pushing the band to be stretched out. That way, when you're doing a hip thrust, while you're pushing the hips up, at the same time, you're getting an isometric exercise going on for the gluteus medius, along with the gluteus maximus doing the majority of the work to bring the hips up to the top of the hip thrust position. So this is working a lot of times if you're doing this variation of the hip thrust, yeah, you're not going to be able to use as much weight as you normally do with the hip thrust. It doesn't take away from the potential amount of gains that you might be able to get, but it can help benefit you by building up the gluteus medius muscle so you can get the rounder shape on the side of the glute. And it's also great for doing body weight exercise, uh, body weight hip thrust variation where if you don't have a barbell but you still want to get a good uh, uh, quality glute exercise by doing a hip thrust and you just want to use your body weight, that's a really good way. You could, you don't really have to do too, too much. I mean, after 15 repetitions, you'll be able to start feeling a really good burn, especially if you're continuing to drive the knees out wide. If you're letting those knees cave in and the band's not really stretching that far, then you're just cheating yourself. And you might as well just take out the band because you're not adding a whole lot more uh, stress to the gluteus medius muscles when you're doing that. Like I said, there's no current research indicating that piriformis injuries are linked directly with hip abduction exercises. That doesn't mean that there might not be. There is totally a possibility that there could be research showing that hip abductions could, are bad for the piriformis, but at this time, there's only research that shows that hip abductions are really good for 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 the glute muscles and don't really stress the piriformis any more than anything else that you do. Of course, like if all you did was a whole crap load of hip abduction exercises every single day, then yeah, I guess there's a possibility that you might uh, strain the piriformis muscle over a period of time, but then again, you're kind of, that's just really unwise for you to do. Uh, any anyone with basic common knowledge of training would understand the need for taking at least one rest day in between your your glute exercise days. So that's that for the piriformis and hip abductions. Again, all those fit TikTok influencers or Instagram influencers telling you not to use the band when you're doing hip thrusts or not to do hip abduction machines because all it does is strain the piriformis. They are full of crap and 